Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ooh, baby, we have a delicious one for you this week. That's right. The incredible Susie Wong joins us on the pod today. We're talking about pageantry. We're talking about chef food making and recipes. We're talking about being rich and beautiful. And that's right. And you know what she owns now? This podcast network. Ooh, baby. (laughs) We're going to Tennessee. Goodbye. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Happy second! Oh, Diva! Our number is 213-586-9180. Or email us sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slap you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Victor from Meepaw. I'm Meepaw and that's Big Dipper. Got, 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 prehistoric cunt, Jurassic cunt, woman pussy. You hear that? Shaking around. It's quite sexual what you're doing today. Shaking my titties at you? I guess it's because. When my Halle Berry wig? Because the goal is Halle Berry and she just like oozes sex. I, yeah. Well, I, I like told it's... my boyfriend, I was like, I'm going for Halle Berry and he said, the Little Mermaid and her hair red. Oh, God. I know. I know. That's not what I wanted to wake up to. Yeah. That's a different person mm-hmm. with a different name. Uh-huh. Well, Halle Bailey is very close to Halle Berry. Correct. That's an easily thing to confuse. But it's not like they're like indie actors who are like making their way in the world. They're like two of the most famous actors. To be exists. fair, he just woke up and I was speaking quickly. <laughs> Well, let's get into our guest. I we have an amazing guest for you today, Meepal. If you would do the honors, she's a chef, she's a business owner, she's a pageant judge and queen. She lives in every city and she owns her own plane. Please welcome to the stage, bitch! It's Susie, Susie Wong. Oh my gosh, the Hi. humble life. How Hi. are you? The humble life of a rich <laughs> oh my woman. God, no. we already discussed that. It's the, I'm a precinct kind of girl. Yeah, uh-huh. right. You, sure. She says that she drinks piss. Now, I don't believe <laughs> that well, for one minute. No. No, mm. you are, you're giving Scrooge McDuck swim around in your pool full of coins. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. That's yes, attached welcome. to yes. her private plate. I yeah. can now claim that on my taxes. That's I'm so. <laughs> pool pool of, of coins. I'm so happy you're here. We've been talking about this for a while, too. and now we finally made it happen. Yes, we made it happen. Thankfully. You, you look yeah, so course. incredible. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. A face for radio, right? This is what we're. I mean, that's our... look, you're stunning. We turned the know. camera on you, and it was like we don't need to change any lighting oh, things. So yeah, it feels so good. like you say those things that aren't true in order to fish for compliments because you do look gorgeous. Well, thank you. Yeah, you too. 
Oh, you look wow. great. You look me, great. Yeah. Me and my costume. <laughs> Your shirt is very buff. Has now, working out. Where do you where live? Where do you live? Um, <laughs> in the sky. In, in, in the store. The, the, the movie in my mind says no. I um I live. I'm originally from Nashville. Okay. Tennessee. Yes. I also have been in Los Angeles for about six years. Got it. I had a house with my friend manager um in Palm Springs for a while, mm-hmm. but it had a tragic fire last year. Yes. So I kind of walked away from that responsibility. And now I'm selling my house in LA so I can have my first child in a few weeks. Ooh, baby. Yes. yes. That's that real so, so I'm going to relocate my entire trajectory back to where it all started in Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah. Because you really bop around. Yeah. Every I, time there's <laughs> something happening that is remotely glamorous, food related, <laughs> or gay related, it's like, is that? Wait, is, wait, is that how did Susie Wong get there, there already? I mean, even even this, like, it's yeah. funny. I would always go to like to, at the beginning. <laughs> even this is like I'm here. Even, even this in glamorous Los Angeles, California, <laughs> Hollywood, North I'm Hollywood. Here, living living this Hollywood. radio dream. No, I mean it's like I remember earlier on. I would just be the random one at the World of Wonder holiday parties, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What is she doing there?" That all my friends are speculating. Oh, girl. Oh, oh girl. you know why she's there? I'm like, girl, my friends. Are on the show. Yeah. Duh. You're like, I own like, uh, 5% of this company. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sponsored by Pepsi. Hello, bitch. Hello. <laughs> um, wait, I want to get back to the fire. Was it arson? What happened? Oh, my gosh. You know, so, you know Diana? Kirby. Yeah, we know yeah. Diana. Diana. Fabulous, right? Yeah, Wonderful woman. Like, the gayest of the gay. Like, she's mm-hmm. the, 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 the original. The and um, we brought the house together as a place. Because we were going every every weekend, we were going to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, fuck, we can do this. Right. Yeah. We can manage this Uh-oh. and so it was on her Idea. it was her birthday <laughs> actually i wasn't there and it was on her birthday she went out for sushi and came back and the whole house was burning down like a movie what it was that's like insane and i didn't even ex- i didn't when i woke up in nashville the photos that i saw i didn't register but literally it was like a movie set flame the whole roof went on fire it was an electrical fire oh old my house, god old wiring well yeah of course all the houses so, out there are crazy it was an unfortunate thing but she's rebuilding and it's gorgeous and it's pink and it's fabulous oh my god oh, of course it's gonna that be that is pink. hectic yeah. to deal with <laughs> um so when did you first start doing drag um today okay, yeah. okay. well in, in the green room with the purple rug the curve is <laughs> ooh that purple rug mm, it's time right, to go huh right yeah um yeah. It's rug. been talked about a lot in the office. The purple rug. Between the girls. It should be a fuchsia shag. <laughs> she goes, no, it should be a fuchsia ostrich. <laughs> flooring, flooring. No one can step on it. She's Wait, off. would you prefer no rug? No. It needs rug. We're just being catty. I but mean, it's the it's a bad rug because it's shag or the color? Well, you know what? I'll say this. Be grateful to even have a green rug. Exactly. So, I could, yeah, there, I could be getting strikes, ready in a bathroom There are somewhere. strikes going on right now. And uh, we're sitting uh, there, so let's just- We had to drive that. past them to get oh, here. bless. Bless. Um, so what, what was the question? <laughs> when did, did you, you start drag? drag? Um, I started doing drag maybe around when I first opened Susie Wong's House of Yum, my, one of my restaurants in Nashville. Yeah. Um, and- it was probably 2011, 2010, and I just basically thought to myself, if Ronald McDonald can make an empire with, as a clown in a wig, so can I. And so for Halloween, <laughs> I became my own Ronald McDonald for my restaurant, and Susie Wong was born. So Susie Wong, the restaurant name, existed, and then you were like, I shall become her. Yes. What? Oh my God, that is insane. <laughs> 
So you were like, what? Wait. it's called a gimmick. It's a, and it <laughs> worked, bitch. Bitches is evolved. Wait, was she like a cartoon first? So, like so, a hamburger Mary so type orig- idea? Originally, so as a little, I just mean as a little preemptive gay gay Asian boy growing up with my father and mother who were very supportive. We would watch musicals every night. Yeah, my dad would drink a beer. My mom would peel fruit, and I would do a performance on the bed. You know, it just like it was that was just the way it was. Living the full fantasy. So I miss. I made a mistake, and it should have been called Connie Wong's from 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 uh, Chorus Line. Oh uh, yes. And then I realized the reason why I called it Susie Wong because there's a movie and a novel from the '60s called The Wonderful World of Susie Wong, where she was the happiest whore from Hong Kong, the hooker with the heart of gold that married her American dream white man, British dream white man, Caucasian. <laughs> oh I mean, God. very Miss Saigon, but kind right. of corny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and, well, actually, same. Yeah, she was yeah. a hustler. She's a hooker. She was, awesome. she was yeah. also a hooker with the voice of Ariel. Or who, 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 who was Leah Salonga? <laughs> oh, Leah Salonga was, um, who did she do? Mulan? Mulan. No, no she, she was wasn't like Mulan. beyond, beyond ethnic. Oh. It was a, it was a white and, girl. Yeah, anyway. So So, um, so it should have been called the world of Connie Wong, but then I realized, oh my gosh, I can play on this. So then we started calling the restaurant a brothel of Epicurean delight serving oral pleasure. And it just became a whole thing. And the brand was born. You are a marketing genius. <laughs> you like not only made a restaurant, you created a character and an environment yeah. inside that yeah. restaurant. And Susie Wong, you know, the actress was Nancy Kwan, the lady that had pearl cream. I don't know how old you are, but she was the pearl cream girl. Mm. So there was this cream, like this makeup, very much like La Mer before the day, it was Pearls of the Orient. Okay. And it was on infomercial, or back when infomercials were the first, like late night. And it was, she had really white, pale, Asian girl skin dream bleaching? skin. And it was called Pearls of the Orient. And she's like, hi, I'm Nancy Kwan. Perhaps you know me from the world of Suzy Wong. I have pearl cream. Oh! And she would like grind the pearls of the Orient and put it on her skin. So it was always my goal from that moment on to work duty free at the international airport selling pearl cream. Did you do that? No, I just opened oh, a restaurant. Now you, you opened a restaurant and own a flight. Yeah, you might not be. Plane, so. You might not be working duty free, but I'm sure there's gonna be a product line down the line that will be sold. Oh yeah, from you. Oh, you think somewhere. so? I feel like you could. You, you literally could, can do anything. You okay, can do here anything. are the facts about Leah Salonga, uh, <laughs> Miss Saigon, Little Tramp, King and I, Aladdin, Mulan. Wait, Aladdin. So was she? Jasmine? No. I think she probably was the voice of Jasmine. I think. Maybe just the singing voice? It you just know how says, sometimes they do that weird thing where it's like someone talking, someone acting? Yeah. Mulan, Flower Drum Song, Mulan 2, Cinderella. Uh, Mulan. Humble. She has a humble Once way. on this island mm-hmm. in 2018. And now she's back on Broadway getting her ass She tore. Stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So That's an amazing origin story because the fact that you would create the restaurant with no intention of being the queen, but just the story of. Yes. And then being like, let me get up in this gig. Let me just do this. Well, a little back history. Before I put on rhinestones and heels, I had rhinestones and skates, right? I was a competitive ice skater all my life. Like, all my life. What? (laughs) How did you done, Susie Wong? (laughs) So I literally competed through high school, and I toured for, and I did, like, a few shows. I would work on cruise ships. I worked for Disney, and I was an ice skater. As a man. As a male. Okay. Okay. As a male. 
Um, I was my own understudy for the girl role of Mowgli once, though, because because I really wanted to do it. So I was girl, like fifth understudy girl, but I did Mowgli. So like only if somebody, if I, only if I was sick and the other girl got hit on the knee, I could I come in and still do the role. <laughs> and at the time, skinny twings could still wear, you know, I could still wear the uh-huh. outfits. Um, so I always had rhinestones on, and when I gave up skating, I missed that world. And when I mm. got, was so connected to play, yes. I started to the frequent club. the club next door, which my business partners yes um i started to miss performing and i was like well i know everything up to the ankles like what to do okay like i know how to do everything from ankle, like you know instead of skates yeah and, and so drag was just easy and was walking was in heels just like so easy for you after yeah, that? because yeah. it was just like dancing on my toes for the most part i mean at this point i'm a little heavier set so it's harder on the knees but um yeah it wasn't that difficult that's so crazy and then so- also if you i mean my agent tells me if they get past your face and you fucked up I was thinking that recently oh, because I was like, if they're not looking at your face or like shoulders up and they're just watching your body walk, then they're not. there's not enough going you're not on good, up you're not here. Doing Let it. me see your body walk. Well, yes. Your body <laughs> walk. A point and a walk. In my case, my body walk. <laughs> I walk! I love it. I love it. Okay, so you are a title holder. You won Miss Gay, Gay. America 2017. I did. Asia O'Hara actually crowned me. She was a um, she was MGA twenty sixteen. Oh my god! Now there are a, we we did uh, here at the at Mom at the network. We did a pageant pod like mini series that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many different systems. Yes. What is the difference between Miss Gay America and like a Miss Gay US of A or yes. something else? So I mean, yes, like, yes, correct. So my pageant <laughs> yes. and they are different. <laughs> they are different. No, they're not really that different because it's it's a competition. There are competitions, right. yeah. and then what's the difference between Miss Gay America and RuPaul's Drag Race? It's pretty much the same with a different audience and right. a diff- and a different set of rules. But there's talent, there's beauty, there's intellect, there's arti- being able to articulate or not articulate. You know, however you want to look at as. it, and such as. <laughs> um, so Miss Gay America was actually the first. Female impersonation pageant. Okay. Um, in America, founded in 1972, actually in Nashville. And yesterday was Jerry Peake's birthday, the founder. Wow. So um, he's really cool. He's a really cool guy. He had a bar downtown. It was one of those like you know back page kind of things that went went around, and he wanted to do this like idea of Miss America because back in the day, the way he describes it is Miss America was like a national like the the, the Super Bowl, right? Yes. You know, and he was like, why can't we have a gay version of this? And so initially, it was where boys are boys and female impersonation is an art. Well, things are have evolved. Yeah. That was their right? tagline. That right? was their tagline. Right. Then Continental came along, and Jim Flint, who actually competed at Miss America, he wanted to do something Stole where it was it? more inclusive. Oh, okay. So he made Continental. Good for you. Right, he didn't, no stealing, no stealing, no stealing, here. No stealing. Yeah. improvement, just improvement. And, and ideas. Yes. Versions were better. And so then, US of A yes. happened, and US of A is another system that's regarded as one of, for me, one of the top four national pageants. And right? Aurora Sexton, yes. said that it's called US of, of A because of Donald Trump, because he had the Miss USA pageant, mm. and he, uh, it was like a copyright claim or some yes. sort of lawsuit, so they have to call it US, US of A. A. It used to be Miss Gay USA. Oh. Yes. And then, and then it now is US of A because of Mr. Trump. So what are the top four? Continental. Continental, America, um, I didn't U- U- US of A, and then I would want to say for in my book right now, it's become All-American Goddess. Okay. Um, but Ooh. back in the day, there was Miss National or Miss Florida, which is a really big one at back in the day. Um, but there, and now, you know, you have a national walk and everybody can just say, 
I'm a national title if your Sasha says, says it. But I think there's right. still those, what I consider to be nationals, you have to have preliminaries to qualify yeah, for nationals. Yeah, I thought all of them have to you have know, preliminaries. Yeah. What about uh, EOI, Entertainer of the oh, Year? Oh, yeah. Entertainer it is. Of the year. Uh, yes, thank you. That's, okay. That would be another one. So there's there's, okay. there's five heavy, heavy, heavy hitters. Because that yeah. one just happened. It didn't did. It? Did you go it to did. that one? I did not. Because I know you get to judge at yes. Continental. I have been a judge for maybe about four four years now as a continental judge wow that is i yeah. mean what are you looking for well, when you're looking at perfection well first let me say uh, <laughs> yeah. like how can you find the flaws? i mean hello <laughs> <laughs> yes. no. you're looking do you judge in drag huh you judge i do i do Con. that's why at drag is good she came from doing continental the right. day before uh -huh. and was like i'm well, here and ready well the whole thing is you know for me with continental is because it's a very trans um supportive system right and usually like when brooklyn heights won it was like oh a boy queen one kind of right. thing right boy so queen. for me to be trans to, for me to be considered part of the national panel on the continental stage is actually quite an honor yeah. mm -hmm. that they see me in that kind of persona even though i do live my life as a male right, right. um and to have to give me the validation that i have the eyes to see what is good for them i you know i think there's a lot of savvy involved in pageantry. There's a lot of marketing that's involved in pageantry mm -hmm. and a lot of networking and building and team yeah. building and branding. And I I feel that that's my my strength. Um, also, Skip McCall, one of the main judges there, he was also a figure skating coach. Uh. And he knew me from my youth and remembered me from my... So, like, I already had an in from oh. that way that he knew that I had the savvy to look at technique and pinpoint things that were being faked or not faked. Or Your world is, like, so serendipitous. Isn't that crazy? No. I feel, I feel like blessed because crazy. of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like you put out such a great energy oh, and that, like it returns to you. <laughs> thanks. And those teeth. Man, when you get four sets, you might as well get them right at once. Ah! Right? <laughs> We've recently talked about this. Yes. Now, was the first set too big, too small? Just not. not My enough. first set, I was 12. Oh, uh, because uh, of the skating. Well, because I was because of musical theater and skating. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'd had to look like five, I was five. Yes. When I auditioned, so oh. um, I didn't get braces, and my mother was like, "Put put piano keys in this, this boy's teeth." Mind you, she wasn't a stage mom, but so literally, I, I and white, I said, yeah. "What color white do you want?" I'm like, "I want whiter than white." What I want isn't even on the chart. <laughs> you see this paper lighter. <laughs> so yeah, so just the evolution of that. So, wow. <laughs> Let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like 
that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Now I want to know something about pageants and we can move on. But yeah. has anyone ever tried to bribe you? And if so, with what? You know what's interesting? Um, the bribes. And what would work? The what would work? Are you competing? Do you want I to don't compete? know. Do you need a sponsorship? I don't know. I've lost everything I've ever tried to win. <laughs> hey, so I might what? as well go do it there no, too. No, you did really well at Drag Queen of the Year. Second place. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You should judge that one. I would love to. That would be crazy. I would love to. I love that pageant. Yeah, it's so, yeah. so fun. Yeah, I love pageants with like very loose rules. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the loosest, really. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I, I feel like I would if I could do a pageant, I want to just be like, it's literally hundred thousand dollars in this box, cash today, no rules, first twenty to sign up. I have the fire department right next door. Uh, let's go. Let's do it. go. Do it. Like no, like hundred thousand dollars. Like there are no animal rules, no water rules, no glitter rules. Bring it all in. Bring Ooh, it I in. would go to that. And I would market it for a year. And if you're the first few to sign up and get in line, you're in and you're on stage. Can you imagine? Wow. That would be crazy. You know, but I mean, that's a different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a, I would love that. That's so you'd wild. have to constantly be like, and the fire exits are here and here. Because yes. <laughs> yes. those girls are going to bring flame. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> what about performing yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you do that any longer? Um. Yes. Okay. I do. Because when we did Drag is Good, you were like, what do you want from me? And I was like, well, you run the the, the special VIP dinner. She had you just created flown in from Chicago I the know. night before. She, had, she was running a full kitchen and doing her makeup. I'm aware. And I just said, I was like, do you want to perform? And you were like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so for me, I do perform. <laughs> okay. There's something, There's there. I, I did Aspen Gay Ski Week. They did an all Olympian Fun. plus Susie Wong on ice. <laughs> so you Because she still has the skill, baby. Um, <laughs> there's nothing she can't do. Was, so you did it, it back it was, on skates. Yes. And then I had all my drag on skates. I had all these gowns. It was very spectacle. And I emceed the thing. And then I also do Telluride Gay Ski Week where I produce shows. So when I, when I perform... I I mean I hope I I hope I can stand my own yeah. in a room, but I always bring in like four dancers, sets, costumes, rehearsals. Sure. It's yes. never for as I say, as I used to live on Sweetser, it's never for chicken fingers in a bar tab at Mary's, right? 
and I and and I, that's just not where I am in my life. Um, but they do now. They bring you the whole platter. They bring you a whole. Well, I negotiate more like like you're talking about P Town. Like you're negotiating like how much? What's your budget? Let me curate this show. <laughs> right. How, how big is your theater? Yes. Four shows. This is your talent pool. Yeah. Exactly. And here's my production number. I'm bringing my dancers. Now I have fittings. That's how I'll do it. And I and I love performing. Yeah. But I also don't like taking tips during performance. Yeah, because you I want you to actually the Yeah, you want to do the performance. Being a musical theater kid, being like, you know, growing up in, on stage, I want to actually invest in what this is all about, you know, which for me is grandeur, which is why I love pageants. Yeah. Yeah. Grandeur. You like that, Nate? I yeah. love that. I, we haven't ever heard that word. Nachos del grandeur. Mm. It's my favorite meal. All right. Well, this is a perfect pivot to food. So you have successfully married these two loves. Well, you have obviously more than two loves in your life. Slut, but slut, yes. Yes. Uh, but food and drag, and you've obviously created businesses. You have restaurants. You have this brand of mixing both of those things together. Because, like, from what I can tell, like, you are a fusion queen, in a lot of your recipes, don't you bring ideas Has together? Have ever had a fusion queen before? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, Honey, girl. I walked in and I gave him a little of this and a little of you that. You should come in with a walk. <laughs> walk long walks on yeah. the beach. <laughs> I love walks on the beach, let me tell you. You've ya. done this. Hello. So where did like that sort of idea of like mixing things come together for you? Um, I mean, I was raised in the restaurant business, right? My mother was a chef. I, my family had restaurants since before I was born. I actually grew up like roller skating and putting on shows wearing Christmas tinsel for my guests and just like rolling around and just like stapling oh things gosh. on vests. So, so it was inevitable that this is going to be my life, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, and I went to culinary school and I ran away from home and I went around the world traveling, being a gypsy and doing shows and you know, tasting every sausage around every country. And um, my favorite area. And then Germany. it brought me back to back to Nashville, right? right? And so I was on Top Chef. I was on Food Network Star. So right. these things all, you know, to have a point of view and to be a gay boy with in drag, you want to be like, I can do a lot. I feel like this empowers you to explore and not just yeah. limit yourself. And yeah. I think that speaks for food as well. You know, like how many ways can you cook a chicken? A million ways. How many yeah. ways can you do your makeup? As we've seen... One. <laughs> and it's a singular <laughs> sensation. The blue. No, not, I mean, it's so funny. We're talking about on with Race Chaser right now, we're talking about season eight of Drag Race. And the big sort of battle that happened was this like ideology of drag mm -hmm. where they were like, Bob, do you have the glamour that RuPaul has and the other previous winners? Mm -hmm. And then they were like, Derek, what do you do? And she's like, I'm an I'm entertainer. Brittany. But they were like, but all you <laughs> do, do is do Britney. And then Derek was like, Naomi, what do you do? And she was like, well, I do everything. I'm a drag queen. And she was like, just getting yourself in drag is a ton of talent. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the thing that has made, you know, people's love for the art form mm -hmm. of drag uh, so long lasting sure. is that it isn't just like, oh, there's another pretty person or there's a person who can do a production number. It's like, Everyone, do, you do it all. Right. Even if you're not making the outfit, you're conceptualizing the outfit. But I will, also, I will also yeah. say this in the same breath. Being a jack of all trades is not really a true thing. If you want to be great at something, I feel you should yes, try to pull you should focus. And my agent actually told me, you know, you're a chef that does everything and we want to market you as this gay Martha Stewart, but can you be an Asian one? And I'm like, oh, my God. And oh. so as soon as I did that, my career started blowing up exactly. I, because my identity was authentic to myself. People saw an image, a brand image, an identity that I could project. So being a rich 
kept soccer mom woman stage mom that works duty free in Tokyo Airport makes a lot of sense. And sometimes drinks piss. And, and yeah, dr- <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend experience. Huh? <laughs> the girlfriend experience. <laughs> not piss. Um, uh, you know, this just got me really excited. Um, and <laughs> they, um, but you know, and also cooking the same way. I really honed into to right. my, into my Thai culture, which not only found my identity but also helped me heal and grow and mm. become you know more of who I am today. So she's elevated. I know you're just mm-hmm. too smart. What did your family think about you? I mean, did they know you were just gay from childhood oh, and yeah. fully supportive, and nothing weird happened at all? My mother was just nothing. Wow. Nothing weird happened. Nothing. No, no adversities. No obstacles in life. <laughs> but, I mean, my Not dad. My dad got pissed when I went to gymnastics, and they wouldn't let me go on the balance beam. So I came home, and he built me one. I had a very similar experience. Right? I was like, I just want to play on it during open gym. And they're like, boys don't get on that. Like, get and on I those was rings. Like, and I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah, cut, <laughs> you, cut you harnesses now. It's a different kind of gymnastics. <laughs> but, but, you know, and but you know, the, the, very much that. And so my dad built me a ba- balance beam. And when I started doing pageants, I had already gone through skating. Yeah. Like, they've already been through, right. like, I spent how much for my son to wear rhinestones in senior year in high school? And then, you know, but I also got, like, I lettered, I got best athlete in high school. Over the football guy, of course. You know, because I was on the national. I went to nationals. Well, because you're Susie So it, you know, <laughs> so yeah. I forgot the question. What was the question? I, oh, you I was know, this is a perfect you. pivot to a segment that we haven't done in a long time, but we're bringing back. I'm seeing it here in the outline. It's called food break. Yum. So Susie and I had texted a little bit uh, previous to her arrival here, and we talked about maybe um, preparing a dish. Okay. So. Um, you really I have, did some producerial work today. I have all of these items that you brought, and I yes. want. Why don't you introduce what what you're going to be, or maybe we're going to be doing on your behalf? Yes. Yeah, so we are going to. <laughs> so I I follow you. By the way, <laughs> I actually was watching a um a sitcom that I think you were on. Oh yeah, pretty and smart. I, I was like, I was like, why does this person look so familiar? <laughs> and I kept thinking and thinking, and I finally I realized it was you. Oh yeah. Um, so Thank congratulations you. on that. That was really fun. On that yeah. side gig. Um, and I also follow you with your gigs downtown, right? Yeah, so, precinct where we drink pee. Yeah. So I brought some hot dogs, some sausages. Oh, because we do love with. a hot dog do, show. Do. So what we're going to do, here, yeah, you see those are wieners. Good old all-American beef, beef, average wieners. Great. Great, right? But we're going to do it with a Thai twist. And it's yeah. actually not a, go ahead. Because I don't really love hot dogs. It's okay. There's more uh, to it. Oh, slay. Okay. okay. I mean, but you're an actress, right? That's oh, yeah. Mama, I'm going to eat this yeah, up. Yeah. I'm hungry. So um, so this is actually a true Thai street snack. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is actually a, a, a true Thai street snack called... <laughs> Called, what are you laughing at? It's <laughs> so many parts. So many I love this. Well, come on. When you're like, you know, you're going to make a, a cooking segment, I'm like, I can produce things too. Let me join the party. She done been on top chef. Yeah, I, I understand. So, what we're going to make is actually a dish called Yum Hot Dog. Yum. Yum hot dog. But yum in Thai means it's a type of salad. Okay. So, when you go to a Thai restaurant, Yum Thale, Yum Hot Dog, Yum Yun Sen, it means a type of salad, yes. but this one is a very cool, that one's going to smell like an unkept woman if you're never had fish, fish sauce. sauce? Yes. I love fish sauce. Yeah. So that's how I describe it to people. Unkept woman. <laughs> um, so the, this is actually called Yamama, and Mama right there, or Yamama, is um, the Thai version of ramen, instant ramen. Oh! So, so what we're going to do is a basically pasta salad with hot dogs. And this is actually a very big street food that I remember when wow. I was in early 20s living in Thailand. I would eat it whenever I would drink. And basically it is like 
a sour, savory, salty, spicy salad with ramen noodles and hot dogs. Ooh, I love that. Is that so crazy? That's and so, so good. Yeah. But what I'm do gonna... you need? Hot water? Uh-uh. Oh. We good. Because if you, the thing about. You don't cook the ramen noodle. Susie doesn't cook in drag. You, you prepare. You, you assemble. Pre I prepared. Arnold, no, I, I, I will, will assemble with so you. Arnold is the chef. So bitch. listen, yo. <laughs> okay. So what we're going to do is each of you are going to take these towels. Yes. And each of you are going to take a mixing bowl. Okay. And then you're going to take some spoons or chopsticks or whatever you wish. Yes. Oh, yes. We get the instructions. Okay. This is exactly what I I love this. I this is what we need to okay. do. Okay. So then you're going to each take one of those packets of that come in the mama packet. So in the noodle packets that are Thai, that's a little different. You get oil, garlic oil, chilies, and seasoning pack. So one of each, both of you. I have to burp, excuse me. Go for it. I'm also on Ozempic, so it gets you all gassy. Ooh, slay. Yeah, I know, right? Hi. Um, so if you, if we're going to, the first thing we're going to do is I already pre-cut <gasps> the wieners. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this They're was so just thin. for show. That's those for were just show. for show. And I also made one of those little octopusy ones. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> have you seen the people put the spaghetti in it and yes, then make it like the hair? I did. I did have. So and fun. then I also pre-cooked the noodles for you. Oh, incredible. So, okay, okay. So dumb. So we don't have to cook anything like that. But you, you guys. I know. She's the best. This is Susie Wong. Okay. So then you can, you can just use your hands and get dirty. So go ahead and divide those up. Put some sausages in your bowl. Okay. And then get some of those pasta. There's tongs if you want to get some of the pasta or the mama and put some in your bowl as well. Mama. 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 Yes, God. Okay, so then just, in here. You just use your hand. I'm fine. I just okay. washed them. Oh, yeah. The spoon. There's tongs. Spoon. Yeah. So then in here I have limes. I have tomatoes. Oh, I have cilantro. So I also have red onion and I have um, celery leaves and celery. Which I think is a really cool thing to say, to tell, to share. Celery is super cheap and nobody ever thinks to eat the leaves, but the leaves have really cool flavor. And you so. are consuming a ton of celery these yeah, days. Yeah, that's like all oh, I, nice. yeah. Good. I'm on a little juice cleanse so moment, put a little bit. So we have a, noodle and hot dog in so far. Noodle and hot dog, and you're gonna put um, a little bit of all of that in there. Now you're gonna hand me that little mini, mini Tupperware while you're putting those in. Right here I have a mix of Thai chili and garlic. Oh yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna make the dressing for you guys. Okay, okay. how about that? So if you can. Is give that me a technically spoon. cooking? That's a technically it's cooking. Mixing. You know, it's, it's, mixing, mixing. it's mixing. The description of cooking actually. What is cooking? This is actually very chefy of me to be saying this. Cooking is de defined as something that get, gets heated. Oh. So technically, I'm not cooking. But I'm cooking sometimes when I'm on the phone with my landlord. Yes, you're I'm I get cooking, heated. And I'm cooking when I'm on the toilet. You know what I mean? Oh, because uh. it's heated. <laughs> It's heated. Do you have a heated toilet seat? This is so interesting. I don't know that I've ever. I'm gonna maybe, try a celery leaf. Put it maybe, in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Maybe mixed up in something, but I don't know that I've ever eaten celery leaf. So two things. Oh wow! Isn't that it. fabulous? Yeah. So, so something. Can I have that yellow squeeze? I'm eating oh, a before. celery leaf. So something that I love about celery um, is the, is that and and cilantro stems as well is people always don't people never use the stems and mm -hmm. stems taste a little peppery to me mm -hmm. or as I say pepper to me. Oh my God. Um, and so I love using more than just the leaves for that. And also it's like, just, you just don't want to waste. So right now I have, if you can see, yes, I have my chilies and my garlic. So okay. And then I'm so going to squeeze in. Uh, oh. I love juicing oh. citrus like that. Oh, that's oh my so gosh. Good. Yes, that's the girlfriend experience right there, guys. Oh, I'm a squirter. Oh my god, should I hold it up? Look. Oh, in the gloves. Oh yeah. In the gloves. You know, gloves. I'm a safety girl. So then, give me some sugar in that little bag that looks like cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I got excited this? about that You're one. Like, and this is the real party right here, guys. <laughs> Hello. 
She's like, and this is where we really start cooking. This is how we really bonded. Cooking with gas. So now I'm going to take this little baggie right here. Sure. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a cocaine. And I'm gonna add some sugar add some sugar. It doesn't it looks like it's a lot, but, yeah. it, but it is. Okay. Um <laughs> in Thai cooking, we use salt, pepper, uh, pepper, mm-hmm. and and um, but also sugar is a big component in Thai cooking. Mm. Now could I replace so, the sugar with like a coconut sugar? You can, or and usually low? usually it's palm sugar. Oh, I haven't tried that. But before. palm sugar comes in disc and it's hard to do when you're on a timed radio show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So disc? So look, they're they because, come like pressed. So do you want to know the history mm. of that, or is it too much to share? No, tell us. No, so yeah, palm sugar comes from a palm tree. There's yeah. sap that comes off the top, and somebody extracts it into a bucket. Then they cook it down, into, and as they cook it down like caramel, which gives that nice dark color, they turn them into discs. So as depending on the humidity and stuff and where you are, it gets really hard because basically it's a hard disc of caramel. Got it. And then you have to kind of pound on it with a mortar and pestle and get it going, cook it down. So look, check that out. I have what? I have chilies, I have garlic, I have lime juice, I have fish sauce, which is sour, sweet, spicy, savory. Oh, and now wow. we're gonna add salty, which is my fish sauce. Ooh. And those are the five components in Thai cooking whenever you're making anything, oh. right? So I'm just gonna mix that around and that is the dressing. I'm so excited that. For that sounds so good. Okay. Spicy. More fish sauce? Of course. One of my favorite things in, in everyone always freaks out oh, yeah. about it, but I no, think it's, it's so like so good. good. Well, if you have a Caesar salad or you've ever, ever had a Bloody Mary or Worcestershire sauce, it's anchovy paste. Yeah, yeah, but just wet. When people freak <laughs> out, <laughs> oh, is that why I like it so much? Because I love anchovies. Mm-hmm. I'll put anchovies on butter toast, and it's so good. So, so that's I'm, your dressing, and you're just gonna dress a little bit into your salad. Okay. Ooh, okay. Too much. All right, you go for it. That's gonna be spicy. Yeah, and then you're gonna. Take your tongs and you're gonna toss that salad, baby. <laughs> oh my god, you gave us each tongs? Girl, you really are a professional. Oh my culinary. god, it smells so good. Oh my god. <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay, and then you said this is called yum hot dog? Or yum this ha- has a different... Well, it's a, it's, yum ha- well, it's a fusion. Okay, Because right. it's two dishes in one. One is called yum mama, which yum is... Mama. Or yum mama. Yes. If you want to say it like that. Yum mama. And then yum hot dog, which... Oh. And, and when I posted this first time on Instagram, all these first-generation Thai people were like, I thought our parents were just lazy. And I'm like, no, I'm validating everything that we ate that we thought was fucked up as a kid <laughs> because it's actually a thing. This I smells love that. so Doesn't good. It smell so and fierce? I mean, I can't get are over amazing. how incredible Thank it you. smells. Wait, it, question. Okay, yes. Oh my oh, God. You didn't do these yet. You can. So when you okay. do this, those are the packets you get. That's a garlic oil. This one? And that's extra chili, and that's a seasoning packet. You can put it all in there if you want or if you don't want to. But I that's try I want the without. Full experience. What, would you, what would you do? What would your parents do? Um, I would do all of it. Oh, okay. slay. Then slay. You can also put shrimp in this. You can <gasps> put, you know, shrimp is my favorite shrimp. food. Shrimp. Because in Thailand, if you're vegetarian, pork and shrimp are, in that, are considered vegetarian. So hot dogs and shrimp in this yam mama is really good. Mussels are really good in this as well. And I just remember when I was like in my early 20s living in Thailand, I would get really wasted and go out of the bars and get a tray of this and eat it on my way home. You live in Thailand too? Yeah. For how long were you in Thailand? Um, I kind of was trying to find myself. And so I was there for maybe a year and a half. What did you end up finding? That I needed to move home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or I wasn't going to last. I thought you were going to quote the uh, the musical Chicago. Which? She's like, she, she, and on the way, she found Harry. Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have a bow, but I was it was very much like, it, enough is enough. I actually, I refound skating. I went back on tour. Oh, Re- nice. oh that's yeah. so nice. So, 
I can't believe you were ice skating on cruise ships. Like, uh, well, how are you able to stay afloat? Or not afloat, but on It your was feet. interesting to watch videos. It was interesting to watch videos when the ship would list because if we're all spinning, we kind of all spun and, met and moved like to the side of the ice and sometimes we'd hit the wall. But it was fun. We were in our prime. We were healthy and fit and young and cute. And I'm going to say this about chefing, cooking, recipe making. The thing that I find the absolute most impressive. going to say the sauce. Is... <laughs> gonna say the sauce no is understanding what spices complement one another mm -hmm. because you can be you know ratatouing up in the kitchen doing your whole this that and the other and then you put make one wrong move and the whole thing tastes like shit yeah it's impressive and try this. whenever they say acidity i'm just over the moon i'm like mm. so those are chopsticks there too but you can oh. do forks if y'all want to it's i just okay. ate it with this she goes don't be a dummy. <laughs> but actually, you know, you're correct because in Thailand, this is actually a fun fact again. Okay. And this is something that I, I always try to educate on my Instagram or, or call people out, right? You know that. Oh, yeah, I love so, that. So the, what you're using are Japanese chopsticks. They're so long. Because they're thick? Because they're square. Oh. The round ones are Chinese chopsticks. And in Thailand, we don't have an identity of chopsticks. The China and, and Japan brought chopsticks to Thailand. Thailand is known for using spoon and fork because we are a rice country, not a noodle country. That's so interesting. I'm so proud a of myself, rice but I just country, like, not a noodle country. Yeah, yeah. So we started using we started using chopsticks whenever noodle dishes came along. Mm. Isn't it so good? So good. I love that. I was gonna order food, but now who needs that? Oh, and it's got a nice little kick, but nothing crazy. Oh my god, so good! And these <laughs> tomatoes are super good. Wait, this is insane! How good this is! <laughs> and it's all it's like not that many ingredients, no, really. Not at all. Oh my Fresh. god! Fresh. One I'm bag gonna from Vons, the sauce. that's it. And the cool, you know, the, the, my point of view. My one bag at Vons, <laughs> one bag baby, Vons. get into it. My POV for cooking these days is to make approachable Thai food, you know? Yeah. And, and so I always challenge myself whenever I'm traveling to cook in my Airbnb or wherever I am using an American grocery store. So as I write my cookbook and my recipes, it is as Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't follow Susie, you need to follow her on Instagram because she constantly is putting up quick easy recipes mm -hmm. that are just it's insane the ingredients that you use because yeah. they're not that difficult yeah. to find yeah and it's like oh, oh i can do that i can achieve this yeah i've looked at a couple of them like i actually should make that for my boyfriend and totally. i because like some of it is like easily changed to vegan a lot of it doesn't even have meat in it mm -hmm. it's so mm -hmm. good yeah and again, when you cooked us that dinner for Drag is Good, I, it blew my fucking mind. So well, fucking I served meatballs rolls. to meatballs. Yeah, the meatballs were next level. And that was kind of like why we're what here. What was the shrimp thing? There was a, a seafood. One of them was like shrimp. There was a ball. Uh, did you do a fish ball? No. I don't remember. You did a meatball. There was a meatball. There was, there, something... was a, there was a shrimp something that blew my mind. Yeah. And I mean, I it, was like awesome. never, it was Shrimp so toast? Good. Was it a shrimp toast? Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't recall. It was also good. So, I also, so many charities, so little time. Yeah, I also love that mm. you... Um, <laughs> I also love that like whenever you're in town, you inevitably will probably get a text from Raja being like, so you're cooking for me? No, you know, the thing is... So, <laughs> you so, used to like make her food, right? Of course. Like, she was, I used to stay with her. Like, I There's have to tons pay of videos of her over there cooking. Yeah, food. like Sutan's a great cook. So, yeah. so um, and you know, the things Sutan and I kind of bonded through our through our ethnicity <laughs> you know like this. our gayness our gayness Bag. and we just really hit it off we Woo! met we met a while back and we've just really been we've been really good friends he's actually dressed me and done my makeup in Miss America four times oh wow, wow. but the year he didn't do my makeup is what I won <laughs> oh 
Oh, the shade! Clock that team. No, she, was, she was busy, but we do cook a lot together, and he also loves eating funky things. Yeah, I'm, I'm his closest friend that can actually do that with him. Take you to Funky Town. Yeah, go, we go to Funky Town, or I cook Funky Town. So fun. Yeah. What's the funkiest thing that you've cooked recently? Um, I made. Actually, I'm testing it for this dinner. Was <laughs> I love that sound? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in heaven. The goal is achieved. Hog heaven. Okay. The, what's the, the funkiest? Um, thing? I've been playing with this new this new tasting menu at the restaurant called Kanto, which is a style of northern dining in Thailand, where basically you sit on the floor and you get a basket of food and you kind of sit and graze. And we're doing the first one. It's sponsored by a sparkling water company. I don't know if I gloss. Doesn't matter. You can find it on Instagram. Um, the and it's I'm doing, and it's all based on fermentation and funky things in the mountains. So I I I um, cured my own trout, kind of like cured salmon, right? Wow. And then I smoked it, and then I turned it into a chili paste with fermented shrimp paste. So it's what do you put it on? Um, you eat it with your sticky rice or some raw oh, vegetables yeah. like a crudite. Oh, but it tastes yeah. like eating anchovy puree mm. and a little bit of booty. It, like it smells like booty. Ass. Yeah, it smells like a, a stall at P-Town. I love fermented food. Yes. Every time I'm in San Francisco, I go to Burma Superstar and get that fucking green tea leaf salad. Oh, that's salad. so good. That's the Sencha so tea leaf salad. Yes, it's, it's so good. gorgeous. So you would love this. Okay. It's funky. And actually, when I wrote the menu, because I'm in Nashville, I try to make it approachable. But this is an un unapologetic menu that I'm writing. And it'll be sold out within an hour. Wow. So I'm very encouraged that people are actually receptive to yeah. it. And want to try no longer is it a pot Thai red curry country mm -hmm. hopefully if you're listening please know that there's a lot of funkier things in the world that sell that it, sell and work <laughs> get into it Susie this was incredible this thank you so, so much this was literally the best food break I know I'm ever literally done. gonna keep this here truly thank you all right we'll you be right back you lost the bowl today uh, you lost the bowl yeah because I'm keeping the bowl no <laughs> this is what this is for oh the bitch is prepared bitch they're actually it's from Susie Ikea Wong. I mean I could invoice you three dollars <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And we're, we're back. back! And now it's time for a part of the show that is inspired by the 2008 Tyra Banks interview with Beyonce entitled Beyonce My Name, Say My Name. Okay. Although we've changed it to Slant My Name. It is a series of rapid fire questions that maybe rhyme with your name and maybe don't. Are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so much better rehearsed. Susie Thong, boxers or briefs, jockstrap or thong? 
Briefs. Briefs. We got her. We got her. <laughs> she stopped. Briefs. Okay. Susie Bong, are you into that reefer madness? Like to toke on the old bong stick? And if so, what's your choice? I actually don't, which is surprising to a lot of people, but I cook with it and have cocktails with it at the restaurant. I, I love working with it, but I personally don't consume. Actually, I mean, I pop pills and edibles. Yeah, well, that yeah, doesn't, that doesn't count. Matter. That's yeah. like, yeah. excuse me, Wong. <laughs> Do you deal with a lot of Karens at your restaurant? How are you with customer service? <laughs> I'm so diplomatic and kind. Actually, no, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am anti-Karen 100%. Good I know. Lord. I love it, but that bitch was wrong. There's a many, there are many Wongs. Oh, damn. Many, there are many, many, many. Susie Gong. Did you ever play any musical instruments? I did. Was it a woodwind? Um, it was a. Was it one of the? One of those? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, kind of. Yeah. So I, so I wanted to play trumpet. I wanted to play a trumpet, but my music teacher said my lips were too big. Which is now, that a thing? I, I used to thank you at this point, right? But, <laughs> but um, so I, he gave me the baritone. So I was walking around with this big old, like almost like a mini tuba. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, those are so, big. Yeah, they were too much for me. Booty Wong. Yeah. Would you ever get a BBL? Yes. Does shape like that help win a pageant? Um, yes. <laughs> I, I'm really concerned because like in order to, I feel like for Continental, like like no. we were saying, oftentimes it's hard to win if you don't have procedures. Well, though. I don't think, I mean, you have to have a great sense of who you are. It is an There is aesthetics involved. There are mm -hmm. other things involved, even at Miss America, but people pad for a reason. Yes. Um, for me, when I had to reevaluate my image, I knew that I wasn't a typical tall white boy putting on my Africa pads on my side, you know? Yeah. So I had to reevaluate and find women that I liked that were superstars that had my body type. So I went with a Meryl Monroe silhouette where I cinched my waist more and made a more of an hourglass moment for my height than my my structure. Right. So you really have to evaluate it that way. Now, I'm not going to say that I don't get enhancements because if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I had one like three weeks ago as well. Mm -hmm. So so I, I advocate right. for it if you do, well, it in a, do it in the right way. What'd you mm -hmm. do? You know, I've had like four... Things done. Just follow me on Instagram. You'll see. I, I do. <laughs> um, They're small. It's small. It's, it's always small and touches. subtle. It's never like a full surge. No, but it's I did have. I did, I did have lipo in my and a lot of things earlier this year because I was getting to a point where you know what I'm not performing as much. Right. So I don't. But I still want to look the part when I go to places. So I cinched as opposed to. Yeah. Blew out. <laughs> well, a lot of those girls are—they're popping. Their yeah. booties are popping. Yeah. Tootie Wong, what's the one dish you make that really gives you the teats? <laughs> Um, <laughs> is it the hot dog? Well, I'm the room up. Listen, I showed up gassy. I'm gonna leave gassy. At this, at this point, anything with a myozemic, myozemic routine gets oh, me gassy yeah. and tootie. But um, I mean, I don't know a lot of stuff. Yeah, like I had oysters last night that kind of didn't settle very well. It's still gurgling. Oh Lord, mm. Susie Tongs. What's the most underrated kitchen utensil you have on hand for cooking? Your assistant and a dishwasher. Oh that's shit, that's a good answer. answer. Susie's song, what's your favorite karaoke song? Um Stars Are Blind. Good answer. Harris Hilton, Hilton. baby. Susie Icon. Dong, what's the biggest dick you've ever held in your hand? Oh my god, let me tell you the story. Are okay. you ready for it? Yes. I was a young twink on tour and I was at the bar. This is back in the day people actually went out and hooked up, you know. Uh -huh. So we get there the first night, they're loading in the set, so we're off playing in our fantasy land, living our best twink dream. And we come in as an entourage, and I see this beautiful Brazilian guy. So he's like, hey, tomorrow you don't have a show. Let me pick you up and take you to lunch. Well, we went to his house instead. And when he whipped it out, I was like, I have to go to rehearsals. And if I, it looked like that bottle. It was like huge. It was like <laughs> that. I actually had to like kind of like climb up one side and kind of stripper pull down it. Like it was very much 
Like I had to kiss one side and tap it and like <laughs> come over here and fuck it. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And so it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't think this is going to happen because I actually have to skate yeah. <laughs> tonight and you're going to have to wheel me in. Um, so you did the old. So I was like, mm-hmm. sometimes they know. It they was, know. Much. Also, yeah. to not much. warn you beforehand. Yeah, I was like, yo, really? Susie Kong, at the zoo, do you go see the gorillas or the monkeys first? Ooh. Trick question. Shut down the zoos and let Ooh. the animals go. <laughs> gotcha. I didn't get to answer, though. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay. Have your moment. What do you What do you like? <laughs> Have your moment. <laughs> this is your moment. <laughs> I know. Do you do you do you see the gorillas or the monkeys? I don't because I go to the arboretum here, and and there's there are fl- classy women don't go to the zoo. There, there are peacocks everywhere that roam freely. Oh my amongst god! There's a neighborhood in Pasadena where the there's parrots. a bunch of parrots, and also there's a part of it that there's a man who's just. Let wild peacocks go, like and they're just like taking over the because quotes. they're not wild. I mean, clearly <laughs> someone bought that and then just let it go, and then it reproduced everywhere. Susie Spawn, are you excited about being a parent? Oh my gosh, yes, daddy goals are happening most definitely. I mean, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but you're rich, so I'm sure you're gonna have some help. <sighs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Susie Gone Girl. Oh, wow. Have you ever dreamt of disappearing and starting over, and then Neil Patrick Harris dies as collateral? <laughs> It's never been a thought of mine, but oh. I'll consider it. That sounds I think fierce. about it all the time. Yeah. I think about Neil Patrick Harris a lot. Juicy <laughs> Wong, would you ever drink two gallons of green juice a day? I'm close to one. I'm close. Yeah, I do. I force my I force my team to drink some. They they hate it. But okay, it's great. I, I, I'm I'm, a, I'm that girl. I'm you that force juice. your team. You're Lizzo. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> have this banana. Jacuzzi Wong, yes. do you have a hot tub on your private plane? Not on the plane. But at one of your many yes. homes. <laughs> Dewey Wong. Are you a sweater? Does yeah. it does it get moist for you when you're in the kitchen? No, Botox, baby. It's time for me. Prove me wrong. You're in the Illuminati. I just know it. Prove it wrong. Prove it wrong. I can't. Oh, no. Nope. Don't see it. <laughs> Don't see it. Choosy Wong. Big Dipper or Meatball. Oh, shit. <sighs> mm, I love your food. <laughs> Dipper. <laughs> and that was Slant My Name. We'll be right back after this break. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And we're back. Now, Susie, Ooh, this is still so good. Okay, we um we end every episode mm-hmm. with a segment we call Fuck Talk. Now we kind of got into it a little bit talking about the big Brazilian costume designer cock, mm-hmm. but uh, we do uh, like to give our guests an opportunity to share a wild, crazy, uncomfortable sex story from their past, present, or future. <laughs> And this is the moment. Nice. Um, Do you have any (laughs) sort of ramen and hot dogs? Oh, (laughs) great! Clear the 
table. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any sort of go-to wild uh, shenanigan sex story that you maybe like tell at a dinner party or something like that? Um, I want to tell it so badly, but it's about somebody in the that's in the in room. The mix. No, not in the mix here, but it's a pageant sister of mine who's currently ra- who's reigning, and oh. I, I don't feel like it's. Oh uh, yeah, okay. let's leave but, Silky but alone. But but I'll leave that. I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So when she sees this, she'll love. She'll know the shout out. But I'll just say this: Smurfette. I'll just leave it at Smurfette. Okay. And then she'll know that I'm, I'm sending her some sisterly love. I'm glad to okay, think that she, this, this current reigning person listens to us. I yes. hope so. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we do take voicemails from our listeners just mm-hmm. in case of times like this. Here we go. Hey, Slops. So I have a little tiny fuck talk story. My partner and I were hooking up with these men from the gym, and I was, like, getting stoned before we were, like, all chilling i was like getting stoned whatever we started like fooling around and the guy one of them was like can, can you please like go rinse your mouth out like i i really don't like the marijuana which i was like okay slay like whatever i don't care and then like 30 minutes go by we all absolutely rail my boyfriend come in his ass and the man who asked me to rinse oh no my mouth out because he didn't like the marijuana proceeded to eat three loads out of my boyfriend's ass. Thoughts? Goodbye. Now, I chose this one specifically because we have a chef in the house, and I was thinking about flavor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was thinking about palate. Mm. (laughs) So I wanted to get your take on this. Um, I mean, was was the boyfriend smoking? marijuana i'm assuming so i think yeah right? the couple was smoking but it takes a while for it to digest to, for the flavor to infuse into the semen in, in his ass and so it's not quite there maybe if it was the morning after trying to dig for the goodies it'd be a different story but uh-huh. but it had not yet maybe he just didn't like the flavor of that herbaceousness mm-hmm. yes. and the so smokiness so the smoke. smokiness he didn't want smoke come so like he just you know i feel like <laughs> yeah go ahead. i've been here before oh well not eating out of someone's ass but just, I like made someone who is a cigarette smoker wash their mouth out because I was like, that's something we can take care of before we start hooking up. Right. Um, but then, of course, I sucked on their musty dick and ate their dirty butthole. But that was different. That's because the full the- quote. <laughs> I sucked on their musty dick and ate their dirty But that's the thing. It's like you're kind of expecting that from down there. Whereas when you're making out with someone, you're not always expecting it to taste. Ooh, taste that is spicy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not always. <laughs> it tastes like um, marijuana or cigarette smoke, which can be overwhelming. I do think, like, I know for me, you and I talk about this all the time. Hot breath, uh-huh. onion breath, breath, tuna breath. Mm-hmm. I started bringing lifesaver mints and throwing them out in the dressing room for the girls because mm-hmm. it's just like at the nightclub when you're drinking and you're yelling and you're talking. It's like the breath thing. Yes, it's like. Just have some mints with you. I keep mouthwashing my car. I I'm literally very, I'm very rinse com- my mouth before I go anywhere. But also that has to do with men- with um, not mental health, with dental health. And <laughs> yes, you need to take well. care of your gums and hydrate and and do things because that's deeper than what's cotton mouth. Yeah. Right. But it's- I also think like late night club, it is a lot of you're just dehydrated. Yes. You're yes. drinking a ton of alcohol. So much sugar in your mouth drying yeah. it out. Like that creates that hot smell. And so it's yes. lovely when like you're kissing someone and it's like refreshing or it just tastes like regular like lips and or nothing. Or nothing. So I understand it being like rinse your mouth out. When you're going for butt, I think the thought is it's going to taste like butt. Yeah. It's going to taste like genitals. And it might taste like dick and semen. Yeah. 
I don't think that that guy was weird to ask for that. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think he was weird. And I don't think just because he likes felching. Get into it. It's right. That's actually, word. that's the term. Susie brought uh, historical uh, facts about chopsticks and things. And I'll tell you about felching. Okay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Can you imagine? Did she? Do they need chopsticks for that, or no. is that just that's a liquid diet, baby? Ooh, so it's good for me. Hey, unhinged fucks! I recently listened to your episode with Diabetti talking about licking hairy booty holes, <laughs> and it unlocked a core bloody memory from college. And I'm going to tell you about it. So I think I was 18 or 19 years old. This is back when we had to use Gay.com to find dick. And this older gentleman messaged me and said, hey, how do you feel about me paying you to eat your butthole? I said, well, that sounds fun because I was a college employee. So I go to his house, <laughs> bald, older, probably like early 40s. And he was like, well, how do you feel about me like manscaping before I eat your booty hole? I said, sure, why not? Mildly erotic, kind of bizarre, but I was totally into it. Anyways, eat my booty hole, wonderful. And then he's like, here's a little something for you. And it was in an envelope because I'm a classy hooker, apparently. And it was $100. Like, this is wonderful. I'm broke. So I, um, weeks go by, does it again. Same thing, 100 bucks. Well, here's where it gets a little bit unhinged. The next time I went over, he was like, hey, there's something in this envelope. It's a little bit different. I hope it's okay. So I leave. I open it up. It is a $100 gift card to Bonefish Grill. <laughs> Well, not the same as a $100 bill. However, I did continue to go back and receive gift cards to many a restaurant throughout my freshman year of college. Is that gay? Thoughts? You gotta eat. Good. He worked at the, he's, he worked at a cashier. Yeah, he, he was, was like sell, a cashier selling, and selling stealing them cards. or something. Or he was like a manager and they were like gifts for the employees and he was like, yeah, this He one's was for like, my yeah, butt. thanks for signing on this lease. Here's your yeah. gift card. Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, I mean, but honestly, I would have, I would have taken that. Hey, you know, I mean, especially when I was in college. There's no shame. I don't. I mean, come on. Yeah, a meal's a meal. No, he, I do. I bitch got to eat some ass. <laughs> there you go. A meal's a meal. Both ways. What if he was like, and then I got a Susie Wong's gift card. <laughs> no, House of Yum. But I, it is weird that he was like, let me shave your butt. Like, that feels very like a clinical thing to do. I would People not be able to, like, be horny during that. To it's, do it's, it's a, yeah. Has anyone ever offered to do that to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But and there's nothing to escape. <laughs> are you a hairless I'm, I'm, I, have, I have hair, but not, I mean, not enough to, like, really turn someone on to, like, want to. Mm. Yeah. You're like, baby, I have Vanessa Williams. Here. Right? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I also love, because this has happened to me once in my life, too, where I completed a sexual interaction and then I was handed cash. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that I yeah. had signed up to be paid for that. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I guess I'll just thank you. Uh -huh. uh, so I love this hustle that the person was like, oh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just uh, keep going back. Yeah, that's great. We salute you, Bonefish Grill user, yes. customer, customer, Bonefish. I would have also been like, I'll take a Target gift card too. Yeah, like I would have like, I, I like, can request. I trade this in? Yeah, like, is there, yeah. Like, show me the folder. What else we got? Yeah, yeah, what what got? else we got? Yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> 
Well, well thank you, Susie, oh, so much for being you. here today and bringing <laughs> us this like, delicious like, like, Why like, did you make me listen to the weird stuff? Yeah. Well, that's the pod, baby. a Brazilian pole. Yeah, well, that's you know, what happens. You can edit any of this out whenever yeah. you want. No, you do. You, you, you know what? Life is life. Where can everyone find you and all of your endeavors? <laughs> life is life. Um, you know what I mean? I will be, where? Like, now? No, just like your Instagrams. Oh. And <laughs> What's your website? Um, you can go to, I guess at this point, my most active is my Instagram, which is Arnold Mint BNA. BNA is the Nashville airport. Because she owns it. Yeah. <laughs> because, bitch, she's, she's Susie Wong. <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. That's right. And remember, if you want to sign up for Mom Plus Gold, you get uh, full access to our video episodes of Sloppy Seconds plus monthly episodes of Sloppier Seconds, which is our bonus. bonus show and you get behind the scenes uh, of some of our studio recordings like learn about this like watching us just finish these now because we're gonna sit here and finish it it's so good shout out to Susie Wong thank you guys to get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad free and one day early sign up for mom plus gold at mom podcasts Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.